0: Hi everybody and welcome to episode thirty-seven of Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay. And like the previous four or five weeks, Randy Cash is way over there through computer land. Hi, hey, what's up? How are you? <laughs> Hi.
1: I'm hiding over here in my place. In my in your place. In my jammies.
0: Oh my goodness. Well, the, the top of you looks put together. I don't know what the bottom of you looks like, but no. <laughs> you do have your jammies on. Oh, that's okay. so funny. Um, Anyways, that is hilarious. How's life in South City? You doing okay?
1: Yeah, things are fine. I was Good. Working and uh, yeah, avoiding people and uh, trying not to get too frustrated at the people piling into the Home Depot, buying yeah. plants and mulch and stuff, which I get it, you know, but... It is a bit of an inconvenience for me, but, you know, I understand.
0: Well, because I guess for the last month, you've been kind of used to, like, having it all to yourself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's been been quite an experience, I'll say that. Getting to work and getting in and out of, like, the Home Depot and stuff prior to the last couple of weeks has been Mm -hmm. a breeze. It has right. been just, I mean, a freaking dream. If I'm going to be honest with you, I have never navigated this city so well in my life.
0: It's, and you lived it. here your whole life. That's yeah. so funny.
1: And I'm just going to enjoy it while I can, because it's going to come to an end sooner or later. And I know people I mean, are really struggling. Man, I it. not mean to interrupt you and I'm happy and very fortunate that I'm able to work during this time mm-hmm. and that uh, my jobs are all unoccupied homes and stuff. which has been really mm-hmm. good. So A little bit less money, but I'm still working, and I'm very thankful. So here's to you. There's your tea. I have to
0: crack up. So, like, we're getting ready to record, and I text Randy, and I'm like, hey, Randy, I'm ready when you are. I'm going to log into the room. You're like, I must tinkle and get tea. And I just started cackling. It was, like, the funniest thing ever. So, anyways, epic. Give behind the scenes of the hilariousness. You're welcome.
1: I did uh, get a little piece of brownie also.
0: Awesome. Good job. I'm very proud of you. That sounds uh, like a delicious way to start the podcast. It is. Mm-hmm. No, I do. I think that, you know, the last couple of weeks have been really focused on, you know, trying to maintain emotions and energy and kind of managing through or processing through the kind of stay at home quarantine, whatever you want to call it thing. And not that that's not going to continue on some level, because I think there's going to be a, a bit of a slow rollout of things going back to or creating into some new version of normal. But, you know, it's It's one of those things I think a lot of people are just kind of waiting to see what happens next and then of course a lot of people are just you know sick of being at home and they're looking for an outlet which explains the Home Depot flower mulch situation and it's also you know it's been kind of nice there's been a lot of really nice you know pretty weather days so yeah
1: I agree and I get it and you know I'm sure people had in their heads initially oh this is only going to be this short amount of time they had a deadline it was like the end of April or something and they extended mm-hmm. it back and I'm sure yeah. a lot of people had in this date in their head that this was probably going to be over around that time and now it just keeps getting pushed back and I'm sure it's getting hard for people to stay yeah. home and stay away yeah. from other people it's easy for me to stay away from other people but
0: <laughs> I know it. you've been practicing it your whole life you said you yeah. just like perfected the art of social distancing yeah <laughs> but you know, one interesting element of the whole social distancing thing has been what does well, actually, it's like a two prong question, right? One of them I addressed in my blog on Monday about what do you do to maintain regularity with date night or having, you know, good one on one time with your significant other if you're in a relationship, um, especially if your general Outings are shut down, like restaurants, like dining restaurants or movie theaters, or like even going to like, you know, the um the top golf or, you know, whatever it may be, just sort of how to maintain some some interest and some enjoyment in date nights. And then also I've had a lot of questions come in about people saying, like, I, I don't even know how to date, like just normal date, not even like if I'm in a relationship, just like how do I meet somebody now? Do I have to give them like a, you know, a temperature test before I even agree to go on a date with them? Like, what does that look like? And I say that kind of joking, but I think it's it, it's really causing some stress for some people, you know, or those that feel like, they have to stay in a relationship because they have nowhere else to go. So, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of stuff kind of all swirling in this whole relationship land. And I thought maybe we could dig into that a little bit today. I don't know if we'll get to every single thing, but it, it has been a bit of an adjustment for couples and for people wanting to be in a couple.
1: Yeah, how would you go about dating now, man, getting on like Tinder and swiping and is everybody wearing their mask on Tinder? <laughs> and then what are you going to do? Where are you going to meet? Like it, it, schnooks? Right.
0: It's like, you know, I mean, there's not really a lot of places that you can go, at least as of yet. Now, I know in some places around the country, depending on where people are listening to this podcast episode in Missouri, at least um, until I believe. Well, actually, I think so. May 4th was the you can go out in the state, but like St. Louis County and St. Louis City said, no, it's going to be May 15th. And then I know like Illinois, which is like right over the border from us, has said like the whole month of April. So I I think it is. It's one of those like, where, where do you go? So I think people are getting creative. I think on some level it is forcing people. To maybe uh, you know, think outside the box, so to speak, especially in terms of like what dating looks like. I've definitely heard of people and even some clients that have talked about having like, maybe not a Zoom meeting for a date, but kind of like, you know, doing a um, like a virtual meeting with somebody because you don't want to spend six to eight weeks just texting somebody and not ever getting to see them face to face. But then at the same time, you don't want to necessarily expose yourself or themself to you know, them to something. Um, and also don't want to go against the, like the rules that have been put in place. So it, it has definitely complicated matters just a bit. Why are you cackling over there?
1: Well, I was laughing. People can only see you when I'm laughing. Um, so what if you have one of those Zoom dates, man, and you got your little screen background thingy on? Are you Are trying to hide your house? Is it messy? I'm going to be thinking about those kinds of things. Like, what are you hiding back there? See, I got the kitty tower, the Tower of Terror back there. and
0: Right. You know, you People see. would know. They'd be like, oh, that's what Randy's doing. Yeah, look, he's
1: got moving blankets on the wall. What's wrong with this guy? But <laughs> it's all out there in right. the open, man.
0: Yeah, I do think, you know, I've always been a proponent for not just having – text-based communication. I feel like as much as I understand the the reason that, you know, online dating has really been great in a lot of ways for people to maybe meet people that they otherwise wouldn't meet through, you know, maybe just day-to-day living. Um, I also think that it's it's allowed people to hide behind their screen and be sort of not forthcoming with information about who they are and what they stand for and what they think and all of that. So I do think that sometimes, you know, I even will encourage people if they they have a delay in meeting someone they just started talking to to try and find some video format to jump on a quick call. It doesn't have to be an hour long just to kind of make sure you know who you're talking to. Get a feel for it, you know, give yourself, you know, a little bit of info about the person and like get to make eye contact at least to see who they are, you know, um, I also think just from the the nature of where we are right now, though, that that's almost become a necessity. I did hear a really interesting story about some guy, I think he was in New York, and he saw a lady dancing on the roof like a building over from him and through like social media and I forget exactly what he did but basically he was able to get a message to her that he thought she was really pretty and wanted to talk to her and they ended up having all of these like virtual dates to get to know each other and there was some news story I saw where they were you know looking forward to having these like stay at home orders lifted so they could actually go on an official first date so I definitely I think there's a lot of you know ingenuity and you know some like interesting ways that people are going about connecting but I also think it can be good for us sometimes to have to you know push ourselves a little bit or maybe get out of our comfort zone this might have been way outside the comfort zone but I do think it can be a good thing um I also you know do worry that there are people that might um give into that, like hookup culture, right. When everything is lifted and just be like, okay, games on, here we go. You know, and I'm not judging yeah, that at all. Cause man, I think man. everyone has their own experience with what that looks like, but you know, I, I do, this goes back to that. Like if all you're looking for is to hook up with somebody, you need to be owning that you need to be, having a conversation about expectations or else you may have some people that are like wow I've been cooped up inside for six to eight weeks I'm looking for a relationship I don't want to be by myself and somebody else going "Nah, I just want to hook up you need to be having those conversations you really do expectations are important they really are
1: I'm gonna say you know last several years or so the one I was single out there dating and all that stuff the best thing I ever did was just be honest and upfront about what I wanted and what my intentions were. And sometimes women received it well and were cool about it. Sometimes they were not happy about it, but they did definitely appreciate the honesty. Um, mm-hmm. And it wasn't like it was mean, like, I just want to have sex with you, lady, and that's it. But, you know, <laughs> just it, it it sucks sometimes and it might sting, but it's better just to be upfront and honest. Man, everybody knows where you stand and you don't have to. Mm-hmm you know lie and manipulate there's there's less games no guessing
0: yeah
1: yeah i was gonna say man if that guy with the thing across the girl across the way oh he's screwed now because all america's watching and he has to be good he can't screw it up he cannot make a mistake dude everybody's watching
0: I think they actually went on a socially distanced walk together. I don't know if like they actually broke the distancing and like kissed or hugged or anything. But I I do think it's made us sort of take a step back and just kind of look at what is important to us about social interaction. What do we you know, what do we look for in another person? and then for those of us that have you know have somebody that we are in a relationship with i definitely think it's required us to kind of go wow you know okay if there was really no outside world and all i had was this person in front of me what's that like you know what what does that look like can can we can we survive this and so I, you know not that i want anyone to not survive it but i do think that if you're you know seeing some cracks in the relationship or you're like, wow, this really brought some stuff to the surface, then that might be a time to hire a therapist or a coach or, you know, someone to talk to about, you know, getting some of those things worked out. I've had quite a few people that have gone through the introductory version of my Relationship communication course. And I've had a lot of feedback of people saying, you know, we really were arguing about like everything, even after like only a week of being at home together all the time. It seemed like we were just arguing constantly. And we're starting to, you know, come out the other side of that and developing some better communication skills because it it is, it, it takes work and practice. And we're just not used to this heightened or high level of all the time togetherness, you know.
1: I'm thinking that breaking up with someone via text in the pandemic is probably bad etiquette.
0: (laughs) Probably. (laughs) probably, Yes, probably. Um, But loneliness can do some strange things to your mindset. You know, if, if you've been, all cooped up by yourself and your significant other like you don't live together you're not like in a you know a marriage or a a, you know serious dating relationship or something um it can definitely you know that like distance can make the heart grow fonder it can also make the heart grow colder and so I think it is important to be honest though about what you're experiencing because we all deserve and this is this is truly how I believe in all situations to be in relationships with someone that you know with the person that gets us that understands us that you Know, wants to has similar goals and, and ideas about where this relationship is going you know
1: do you think should i like start a tinder account and just go on there and just like do some swiping and just for our personal research for this here podcast just to see how things are going out there these days
0: you're hilarious. I, I'm not going to really say that this research. is a great idea, although I am kind of curious um, because I have I have heard some stories. Right. I'm, I'm still seeing clients remotely like through through this kind of a, a format and definitely heard some interesting experiences. Um, but, you know, again, it's like uh, there's no rules, really, when it comes to like the rules of dating in, in real real speak, but at the same time, I think there's some etiquette to follow and just making sure that, you know, you're, you're not leading somebody on and putting them in a position where they're going to have expectations or you're going to have expectations and somebody's going to get, you know, left out of those expectations. So it's definitely going to be a process. I'll be curious to see, um, what starts to sort of show up when everything's open again and like dating is a little easier. Um, I have also had a lot of questions from people because I do think that having some regular, you know, date night and, and I say date night with little quotes around it because date night is what you make it. You know, it it may be that previously you would go for like a fancy dinner and then you'd go see a movie or maybe you'd go walk around a park or you'd go get ice cream or, you know, whatever your, your to do's would be. And right now a lot of those options aren't possible. I mean, some of them are, we can get takeout. We can, you know, uh, you know, watch a movie at home. I'm not saying that you have to completely like not have those things, but I do think that it it it's forced people to have to kind of go, wow, like, what are some things that I can do that don't require us to like go and be entertained? Like we have to entertain ourselves. And I think the culture and the society we live in has gotten very used to having instant entertainment just at our fingertips, you know, through our phones or our screens or computers or whatever it may be. And so I think, yeah, there, there's been a bit of an adjustment there. In my blog on Monday, I just kind of gave a little bit of a checklist of some things that you could try. It's like, okay, okay. Maybe instead of going out to eat together, you cook together. But, you know, people hear that and they go, oh, I don't cook. I don't care if all you make is hot dogs and French fries and you eat like, you know, cookies for dessert. It's really more about are you doing it together? Are you making it a shared experience? Maybe then you eat those hot dogs and cookies on your living room floor with a candle. I don't know. It's like you have to kind of give yourself permission to think outside the box of what you've known and what has been kind of the standard And flip it a little bit and kind of ask yourself like, well, how else could I do this? I worked with one couple and they had the idea of they have like one of those um, Google Home speakers in their living room and they would each take turns asking their device to play a different song and they'd get up and dance or they'd like, you know, do like just sing along and like do karaoke and have like they would if they were going out somewhere but not feeling, you know, that pressure to be out of the house. There's no shortage of examples like that, but you know, I, I really do encourage people to just sort of, you know, brainstorm it a little bit. Think of some things that you can do that don't require you to leave the house and you might just surprise yourself.
1: Yeah. We've been doing Sunday dinner. it has been nice. Yeah. You know, it's been, it's a, it's a low key thing, which I like. Mm-hmm. I I don't need to, I like to go out. Don't get me wrong. I really do enjoy it, but I'm, Fine, being at home you know mm-hmm. but being forced to be at home is different but
0: yeah it is I, I think it's um it requires us to tap into a different part of like our patience and kind of a different part of our personality because you know we are wired for connection you know Brene Brown says that all the time in all of her work it's like we we long for it and regardless of whether or not that's friendship or romance or both or something else in that same kind of genre of things, we do have that sort of internal wanting for connection. And it's hard enough to maintain those things, especially in romantic relationships, in the best of circumstances. It gets increasingly difficult in what will be maybe the, the not so best of circumstances. I hate using terms like worse because I don't I don't want to I don't want to put that out there because I'm not sure that it is the worst, but it just may not be the best. Um, and so that's where, you know, I have couples sometimes do like a brainstorming date night activity, which can very easily be altered to, you know, be a stay at home date night activity where you each kind of sit down and brainstorm, you know, just make a little like list of like, what are some things that I think would be fun to do with my partner? And then you compare lists. And then like, I have a piece of paper here I can kind of show you. And then you just like, you know, tear the little slips up, put them in like a hat or a bucket or something. And then each of you draw something from the bucket and then you do whatever that thing is. Maybe it's a hit, maybe it's a home run and you absolutely love it. Maybe it's not your favorite thing. So go on to another activity. But it is a way to not have it feel like all of the decision making falls on one person. And it allows both people to have some say in what you're doing. Like maybe one person likes the idea of a dance off in the living room. The other person might say, I'd really like to bake cookies together. You can do both. You just each get a turn.
1: And it provides a little spontaneity, which
0: is always good
1: in a relationship, right?
0: I agree. Yeah. And and it keeps the spontaneity from having to originate with either of the people, right? It, it, it keeps it from feeling like it's always going to fall on this person to make the decision or it's always going to be this other person's idea of like, well, we're going to do this and then this and then this. It sort of takes that out of it. And then, yeah, the spontaneity element is definitely um, a part of the whole thing.
1: It keeps it spontaneous.
0: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> You're hilarious. I
1: am. Thank you.
0: Yep, you am. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it really does. I, I think that's the whole thing, you know? Um, and then I also think too, this is my big hope. As we start to kind of come out of this time that we are able to really reflect in gratitude the things that we are grateful for that we get to go back and resume doing and enjoying. Because I do think that it's very easy to take things for granted and it doesn't take very long. I mean, just just think about how quickly we went from nobody had a cell phone to everybody had a cell phone. You know, that's just one little example. But we get very accustomed to things very quickly. And sometimes a good way to reset that is to actually reflect on it using gratitude, you know, looking through the lens of gratefulness and just being very mindful of You know, I'm so grateful I get to go to my favorite restaurant, or I'm so grateful I get to go see a movie, or I'm so grateful I can, you know, go get my hair done or whatever it may be um, as a way to not take things for granted, you know?
1: Man, I bet the nail salons and the uh, hair salons are just going to be like Gangbusters busy when yeah I,
0: I'm sure I'm you know my my hair person is in St Louis County so my guess is that I won't be able to get in to see her until after the 15th um so I'm just kind of like you know it is what it is we're all in this boat together you know and nobody's been able to get these services for a while so we all might you know be longing for it but I guarantee you I'm going to be using that gratitude lens because it is a very powerful way to reframe things and to develop a, a different way of appreciating what we have as well as it's a really good tool if we use that whole idea of like happiness isn't a destination but rather it's a journey you know that we can always find something to be grateful for we can always find something to latch on to that that makes us happy no matter the circumstances that's kind of what i'm talking about
1: yeah i'm happy we get to hang out at least once a week via zoom
0: I know, right? It's kind of nice. It's it's weird. I feel like although I see you, you know, weekly, I haven't actually seen you seen you since like the first week of March, which is kind of right. crazy.
1: Yeah, it has been. Uh, yeah. The, it, I like I said, I get out and I work and stuff, but I stay away from people as much as possible. So even though I am still out moving around, I am really keeping my distance from people. And it, like you said, the interaction, you start, I'm starting to notice it. You know, like you said, I'm, we're not hanging out in person Mm
0: -hmm. once
1: a week or so, at least like we usually do. And Mm -hmm. I miss it.
0: (laughs) I know, right? I know. It's like, yeah, there's, there's definitely that adjustment. So I'll be curious to see how things kind of develop over the, I guess it's going to be sort of an evolving process over the next couple of months as things start to open up and we sort of adjust to whatever that looks like, you know, um, but I do hope everyone is continuing to stay safe, though. I think that's my biggest worry is just that, you know, I don't want to see people suffer unnecessarily. That That's always at the core of what I do, you know. Mm-hmm. But
1: Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait I, for open mic night to start again, man.
0: Exactly. I do have to say, though, oh, my gosh, your videos about eating donuts at work crack me up, like literally crack me up. I have to stop what I'm doing and watch them because it's just like a recap of your donuts of the day.
1: It's true. There are there's a video I put up on my Instagram at R Cash Comedy on Instagram and there's like what? Four or five different bags of these little mini donuts that because yeah, <laughs> I I'll stop and on the way in I'll grab a bag of donuts and my brother grabs some and somebody else, you know, his son'll grab it, and there's like, you know, three, four or five bags of donuts and so I'm taking one home with me, you know, the one's got the most in it and the flavor that I enjoy the most, of course. But, you know,
0: yeah. That's a Thanks. No, I, They're delicious. I totally get it. Yeah. Y'all should follow him. He, he posts funny stuff, but um, yeah, I'm for the foreseeable future and just going to keep working this online model. I feel like if anything, this stay at home has allowed me to really launch all of my online services, which I'm very grateful for and have, you know, a lot of people reaching out and asking about like how to work with me either one-on-one or through one of my workshops. So, you know, definitely feel free. You can go to my website, lindsaywalden.com. You can, can look up all the info about services I have available. You can sign up for things. You can view the podcast or actually listen to it. You can see the weekly blog. I mean, all of my stuff is really there. I've got my Facebook is at Lindsay Walden Consulting or at Lindsay Walden Therapy. And then on Instagram, it's at this is Lindsay Walden. In addition to all of that, I put a ton of free content out on Pinterest at Therapy Thoughts. So there's literally no shortage of ways that you can connect with me. And I try to do as much just you know value added service as I can to kind of help everybody process through stuff. And then if they choose to work a little deeper, that's what we do. Yay. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to wrap up today. Thank you, Mr. Cash, as always, for being a fabulous co-host and producer. I'm getting lots of people say that they like the video. So I I love that we have that option.
1: Yeah, it's coming along. We're learning a thing or two, aren't we?
0: It's fun. It is. I feel like every week we get a little better and that's the whole name of the game. I mean, heck, this has been episode 37. And to think we just started it what feels like yesterday, but we we have made some progress since then.
1: Yay. Well, I guess. Bye.
0: I know, right? Y'all have a fabulous week. Stay safe and keep living your best life. We will be back next week for episode 38.